Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey, welcome to Barbecue Nation. I am JT, along with my Hall of Fame co-host, Leanne Whippen, coming to you from our respective Turn It, Don't Burn It studios on each coast, one in the east and one in the west. And uh, um, we thank you for listening today. We've got uh, a big thanks that goes out to Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. Christmas is on the horizon, and we're going to be talking about that with our guest here. Uh, but don't forget, you can go to uh, PaintedHillsBeef.com. You can actually order some of their beef online. And in the bottom left-hand corner of your screen, there will be a little, I don't know what you call them, a little spot that will say, do you have yeah, a coupon, coupon a or a code? Window, a code, the code window. window. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can just type in BBQ Nation and you get 15% off and that delicious Painted Hills beef will come right right to your door well he's back it's his um annual visit with us one of my dearest friends in the world and uh an icon in um in the food world and in the television world and in the humor world uh graham care the galloping gourmet he was the pioneer uh of food television of course him and uh what was her name again the other one yeah julia (laughs) julia yeah yeah child or something like that (laughs) yeah something like that welcome my friend how are you well i'm doing well do you know the famous statement from julia uh, was where she said to me when did you start on television and uh, and, I, and I I said 1960. No, you didn't. I was first. And I, I said actually I did start in. Well, well, where, where was that? She said. And I said New Zealand. Oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I've told many of uh, people that uh, when I visit with them and they ask if I know you and I say yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and I said, well, uh, Graham and Julia were giving away some awards and Graham came out in his kilt and kind of kind of stumped Julia for a minute there. And then there was an ongoing argument for years who was first. But Graham's retort was you were on public television and I was nationally syndicated. I never heard how the end of that story went. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 you don't know the tagline from Julia. No, she looked at the audience and no, you can see who wears the pants around here. (laughs) She came out in a suit and I was in my my skirt. (laughs) Did Did you guys get on well? Oh, yes, we did. You know, it began bad. I mean, it was really bad. It was like an insurrection. Um. 
you can imagine 3,000 culinary professionals gathered together in in San Francisco, of all places, at the an annual gathering of, of culinary professionals. And she's out there talking. She said, I don't believe it's possible to eat only 10% of calories from fat. And if you do that, I want you to stand up now so I can see you. Now, Rem, over 3,000 people, all of my peer group, you know. And, and I, I was doing that for Trina because she'd had a heart attack and stroke, and I needed to do this to help. And that's what I did every day. So I, she wanted to see people who did it. I wasn't standing up to cause an insurrection. So I stood, and one other lady right on the other side of this giant ballroom she stood up too, and I was looking across all these heads. Now, Julia, when she asked for that, looked down for um, it what seemed to be a long moment at her notes. By the time she got her head up again, I had sat down because I only wanted to sort of up, hey, and then right. um, and sit down. So apparently she was told afterwards that I it was one me that mm -hmm. I had stood up. The, all the heads turned, especially the news news critic people were just fascinated by this effort, and um, and so she sent a, a message to to me the first time we met. We need to sit and eat together, and. Um, <laughs> And she said, she invited me across the road. She said, I don't eat a healthy Californian cuisine. Um, so, so we went across the road. She had a hamburger and fries. Um, I, 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 I think I had a chicken sandwich. Um, and she, she's drinking beer. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, and we're talking to her. She, she really wants to know how it is that I can do this. And she, for at least a year, she was questioning me constantly. Um, and then she met Trina. Um, and then everything changed because Julia said, well, now I've met Trina, I can understand why you do this terrible thing. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So uh, we sent her every birthday she had, we sent her a rose um, bush so that she could plant it. And I think she had 10 of our rose road bushes in her Santa Barbara um, digs, which she went to in the summer. Yeah. Very oh, nice. that's, that's yeah. marvelous. Love, love her to bits. And, um, and we got on very, very well in the end. Yeah. Oh, well, that's good for you. I, and I love those stories. I really do because those are things very few people would know. That's correct. You know, it's yes. not like you're pulling yeah. back the curtain on a big secret, but you two were television pioneers. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of funny because uh, Leanne and I have both commented there's, we don't need to relive our history, but when we interview some people, a lot of them, especially there, I would call them fairly young leanne and fairly new to what yes, we do fairly new is is definitely key and they'll say you know and a standard question is where would you like to be 
you know, two or five years from now type thing. And they'll say, well, you know, I'd like to have my own TV show. And Leanne and I both at the same time chime in and go, no, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they do. Everybody would like to have their own show. I mean, honestly, it's just that it's, as you know, Graham, and we've heard your stories from past years, the hard work, you didn't have the food stylist. You didn't have, you know, the Sue, you know, doing all your work for you. You did it all yourself. And things are much different now on TV. Um, But certainly back in the day, it was much more challenging, especially to be the first one. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, you when- know, I've got a, I've got an announcement in the middle of my phone, which is not getting in your way. Yeah, but it's getting in Leanne's way, and I'm not getting the full benefit of looking Leanne straight in the face. Um, oh, really? So can 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 you can you move that band? It says this meeting is being recorded. Oh, the yeah. There can should watch be. The, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a little green button, right, Jeff? Be. Is there a, 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 says, a green okay. button at the t- top right hand side? No, no. I'm not sure. If you if you just highlight, uh, it says meeting information on there. It, it I, then says at the bottom, "Leave meeting." Got it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, want to do no, that. Don't no, want to do that, that. But I but can't. I think it's a button that's next to "Leave meeting." Maybe is there another one there? Option? No. Um, nope. I oh, can't I can't fix what you see on your screen, unfortunately. I know that I know I get a little signal when he starts recording and a, a thing comes up and I have to hit it. It's a I, I forget what yeah. it says. I just always hit it. Okay. Yeah. And I haven't um, Leanne as a He's, gorgeous I I know what it is. I'm not being tempted. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) There you go. There is a God. Yes, there is. Um, What does this show will air two weeks before Christmas? What does Christmas mean to you, Graham? I don't think I've ever asked you that question. That's a tough one to answer, but I'll answer it off the top of my head. I'm all ready with thoughts of uh, beef tenderloin and uh, wrapped in in pastry and uh, that, you know, the beef Wellington. I'm sure you know all about that one. And I was thinking beef because of your sponsor. Um, But uh, underneath me all the time, I'm thinking lamb, 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 because I've done it every single Christmas season. It's lamb. Um, but beyond that, it's really not getting to buy stuff. I've got up to here. I'm old enough now to have got whatever I'm, I'm happy to receive and I'm grateful for it. Um, but I'm not into the buying stuff at at this time. Uh, Leanne, uh, we got, I'm asking you the same question. What is well, and we, yes, we've good. got about I, two or three minutes here. It's 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 <laughs> funny uh, that he talked about being in the hotel business and kind of skipping over not just Christmas. It would probably be all holidays because I was in the hotel industry for 15 years. And so all of my holidays I didn't spend with my family. Yeah. And yeah. so I, I can relate to that 100 percent. And then going into the restaurant, same deal. 
I mean, on Thanksgiving, I was, you know, doing turkeys and then eating with the staff and not my family. And, you know, it was just and yeah. being out of the restaurant biz for a couple of years now. Um, I'm experiencing joy because now I have that time and now I have the holidays, you know, with my family. So it's it's very yes. similar. Yeah. Very well, similar. and that Good. is also because you're working and have met me finally. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure that brings you great joy. <laughs> Oh, and the question goes back at, and the question goes to you, Jeff. What about you? Well, we got to take a yeah. break. We got to take a break. Oh, of course, perfect timing. Yeah, we got to take a break. We'll be back on Barbecue Nation, and maybe I will answer that question uh, when we come back with Graham and Leanne right after this. everybody it's jt and this is a special version of barbecue nation it is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef welcome back to barbecue nation i'm jt uh, along with Ms. Whippin, we'd like to thank a new sponsor with us, Hammerstall Knives and Heritage Cookware. Um, I'm just now taking them out of the boxes here, and uh, I like what I see, so we'll give you more reports going forward. Also, if you want to contact us, it's pretty easy. Just go to barbecuenationjt.com. Um, you can send us a note there, or you can contact either of us through our respective Facebook pages or the show's Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and whatever. Uh, we're talking with Graham Care today, the Galloping Gourmet. If you don't know who Graham is, shame on you. Uh, mm -hmm. Graham is a <laughs> pioneer in uh, the, the culinary television business. Uh, my hero since I was, I think, 10 years old. I'm not exaggerating. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's about wow. the first time I saw you on television, and I became a a, a rabid fanatic there. And um, <laughs> so uh, for the all rabid of rabid fanatic, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you taught me so much without me actually standing beside you, physically showing me. You 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 taught me so much, and and I I am very very grateful. Now this sounds like a bromance, I get it, but it is true because it's very hard for uh, uh people sometimes to understand that a kid that was ten, eleven, twelve, all the way through college, by the time I was done with college and stuff, you were not producing the the daily shows anymore, and that. But I kept track of you, and then the internet came on, and then we met in person uh, and talked on the phone, and you're a frequent guest on the show. It's just been you've taught me so much, and I and I do truly appreciate that. So there you go. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so let's so get we yes. let's get your Christmas out of the way. Yeah, no. you you didn't say what the answer was to the question that you asked us. Okay, uh, what does yeah. Christmas mean? Uh, like both of you, um, when I was small, I was always I was at home on the ranch, and we had Christmas. But when I got older and was traveling, a lot of times I would have to leave. Uh, there were times I never made it home for Thanksgiving, and there were times that I maybe was home for Christmas Eve, but had to leave again on Christmas Day. And so now um, I don't have to do that anymore. 
or um and I get to spend time with my family and my close friends. And uh I, I think that both of you, when you said about joy, in fact I said this last week, Leanne, when the when the celebration is over and everybody's tucked in, especially when we had the ranch and it was clear and cold, I would walk out on Christmas Eve and walk down through the barns and the pastures and could stand there and look at the sky and look at the stars and you could hear the animals you could hear the streams um like that and the peace and the quiet and it was and and nobody's ever heard me say this on the air but it was like i had a direct pipeline to god not in a not in a um ludicrous you know what do i want to say arrogant stage not that yes. it made it yeah. made you look up and appreciate everything that we have everything mm-hmm. that i have and i'm not talking about material possessions i'm talking about my family my friends life yeah. in itself <clears throat> and that's what brings me joy and it still does i even though i don't live on the ranch anymore uh if you came to my house about midnight on christmas eve you would see me in the backyard looking up at the sky so there you go you know what I call that? You are looking into the immensity of space and feeling personal, feeling no matter how tiny you are, you are very, very present. You're like a feather. Feathers weigh almost nothing, incidental to be. But the way that God weighs feathers is a different way than we do. Yeah. Uh I'm a little bigger than one feather, but as Le- <laughs> Leanne can attest to, but, but yeah, I think, I think that's true because you just, yeah. uh, and, and, the uh, the gratefulness that, uh, yeah, I, I feel, it. I, I feel, yeah. you know, like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, Good. okay. All right. Moving right along, moving right along here. So <laughs> when, uh you've been on the show before we've talked about lamb we've talked about things you've prepared yeah. for christmas yeah. is there yes. something graham that you've never had a chance to make for christmas but you'd like to take uh, a shot at it well you know i've made it um in the past and i i i did a two episode galloping gourmet way back um when we were visiting nice in south and um, um, and it's making a good personal pate, you know. Um, and uh, I th- I think nowadays I would buy a, one of these rustic pates that you can buy in in pretty well every store nowadays, <clears throat> and mash that down so that it's nice and flexible. Spread it out over a sheet of puff pastry. And then pre-sear a tenderloin of beef um, very well all over the outside, seasoned well, and then wrap it in the pastry um, and then bake it in an oven um, at 400 degrees uh, for about 45 minutes, I'm saying. You can drive a, a, you know, a, a, a meat thermometer through the pastry in an inconspicuous place and and get the internal temperature. Now, I'd probably go for 135, 140 um, for for my taste. 
And, um, and then, then it's brought out and carved across through that, and you get this wrapping of the puff pastry. You get this encirclement of the pate, um, in the, and then you get this pink, beautiful, roasted outside, crusted outside, and the pink center. And that's the beef wellington. Um, and, and I think it is a lovely thing to see on a Christmas um, uh, table. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've got to take another break while I uh, sit and think about that because I may have just changed our Christmas Day menu. I know. I think so. I, my mind was like twisting too. Yeah. I was like, oh God, now this is what I have to do. Okay. We're going to be, <laughs> Graham, Leanne, and I will be back in just a couple of minutes. Please stay with us. Uh, you're listening to Barbecue Nation, one of our Christmas specials. Hi, I'm JT, and I'm thrilled to announce our further collaboration with Painted Hills Natural Beef to bring you your best barbecue experience. As a special treat, Barbecue Nation listeners get a 15% off discount by just typing in the code Barbecue Nation when you check out. So all you got to do is go to the Painted Hills Natural Beef website, click on the store, place your order, and when it has discount or code at the bottom, type in BBQ Nation. Don't miss out on this really juicy deal from Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with uh, Ms. Leanne Whippet, Hall of Famer, I might add, which I, I can't say that enough. And one of my heroes in life, uh, besides my dad, um, Probably right up there. Um, Thank you. Thank you for putting me in the age bracket. Well, I I meant to my feelings towards that. It's nothing to do with math, believe me. Mm -hmm. Um, Graham Care. But first of all, we want to thank Painter Hills Natural Beef. Don't forget about their discount for Barbecue Nation listeners. Uh, You can go to uh, PainterHillsBeef.com. Order what you want there. And uh, use BBQ Nation in the promotion code on the bottom left-hand side of your screen. It'll save you 15%, and the beef will come right to your door. Also, drum roll, that's as good as we get here, uh, with pig powder. And um, we have the proprietor of pig powder sitting on your screen right there. The blonde lady with the white Christmas tree. It says grandma <laughs> behind her. And the pig, I like the pig on your shelf, too, by the way, Leanne. Thank you. Um, Pig powder was created by Leanne's father. It won the best rub of the year on the planet. It's used by winning pitmasters all over the country. I use it. I used some last night, as a matter of fact. Oh, good and, for you. Yeah. And you know what? Internationally, it's used, too, because we had um, the Belgium. Gentleman, yeah, the Belgium uh, who was at the Jack. He was well aware of it as well. So that's yeah. good. <laughs> and it does, as Leanne likes to say, it makes a great stocking stuffer. So go to pigpowder.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Leanne will put a little Christmas bow on it for you and send it to you. So, uh, go to pigpowder.com and there you go. So let's talk with Graham some more here. Um, in Christmas meals, and I am guilty of this probably at the, at the head of the table, uh, or the top in front of the line, I should say, Graham, sometimes because it's Christmas and you want to make sure everything is plentiful and bountiful and all those nice words. 
tend to overdo it a bit. Uh, I've never been accused of that to my face, but I can tell you that it is true. So, uh, you know, because our standard fare most of the time is uh, a rib roast, um, prime rib, if you will. And I do, I make some tremendous twice baked potatoes and a Caesar salad and uh, perhaps another vegetable. And of course, we've got rolls and um, pie. Lots of pie. <laughs> Lots of pie. <laughs> Lots of pie. Do you think it's when what you were talking about with the, the the Wellington in the prior segment here, do you think it's maybe better to simplify the Christmas dinner a little bit? Well, I do, uh, you know, and it just could be my age, my friend. But um, um, I, I am going to this year be in the company of people. Um, I, I, most of my Christmas is a family. But now I'm adding a new family member to that experience. Um, just before, <laughs> and I'm not going to go into this in right. just before I remarry. Christmas this year, I will still be a, a widower. Um, and, and in the early new year, I, sh I should be a newly married man. Um, so I'm going to be wanting to be able to make that table both a spectacular opportunity as well as lightening it up as well. Um, I don't see the point in staggering in a bloated fashion from the table. I wanted I want to do something which is creative enough to be able to be um, a satisfaction. Mm -hmm. For example, nowadays we can buy the because lots of people are making them now. The very thin French fry that is made out of um, of sweet potatoes, you know, the sweet potato fries, yeah. and that that the French call them allumettes, um, like um, matchsticks. Um, mm -hmm. Very, very, very thin. And if you air, air fry those in the new air fry ovens, uh, which is a good thing if you don't have an air fry oven, buy one for Christmas. That's something that's worth having. Um, mm -hmm. And they, 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 they're quite inexpensive. It's really hot air blown in. Um, and these have got a little bit of omega-3 um, fatty acid um, oil in there, oil in them as well as a little sea salt so you don't have to salt them or anything or add any fat to it and lay them out uh, and give it about 20 minutes um uh, at 400 degrees and my friends they are tremendous and they come out and they're this big haystack um full of this this marvelous golden french fries and let's face it the french fry is an absolute sensational thing to eat anyway right so, and this is adding to the french fry the best root vegetable that the humankind can eat mm -hmm. um so this is a man now i take the russet potato i'd notice you you said that the, the twice baked um, potato, and I'm sure you're using the large russet mm -hmm. uh, to do that. Well, I I bake those russets till they're 200 degrees Fahrenheit internal temperature. It takes about 40 minutes um, at, at 400 degrees. Um, and 
I then scoop the whole inside out, which is what you've done to do the trispect. But I then leave the skins. Um, they can be brushed with a little butter or olive oil and just put back in a hot um, uh, thing just as a, as a separate. But they're ugly. Um, so let's <laughs> just deal with the mash. I mash. I mash that. You cannot make mashed potatoes as well as they're made when you're spooning out the inside of a russet. Right. A russet which is properly cooked is the most brilliant base to be able to make mashed potatoes. Now, when you make mashed potatoes, it's good a good a, a good ladleful, um, you know, with the, the uh, an ice cream servant, you know, one of those clear yeah. things. Uh, and and uh, one cup size, I, I know it means a, a, a special, but it's worth it. You you then cut that, click it onto the plate, and now it's a nice round top with a flat, with, with a little soup spoon. You then make an indentation really down deep into the middle of that of that mashed potato and that's where you pour the gravy uh-huh. you 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 fill that it looks like looking down on mount saint helen <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's add a full to the top with gravy oh <laughs> and take a fork through that and dip it a little salt in in the potatoes but it doesn't need cream and and butter it's got that gravy there to give it all the flavor it needs and it's such a combination of textures it's mm. wonderful so that can you imagine a plate where you've got this, say you've got your prime rib, but mm-hmm. you've got this mound of the potato there filled with, mm-hmm. a, with, with a gravy that you've made. And on the side, this, this haystack of these golden um, sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. How does that sound? Um, Leanne, uh, you you can finish the show. I'm going to go. It, it, it sounds once again <laughs> like I'm changing my menu. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's marvelous. The one thing we always... I, I, go ahead. Go, go ahead. There's one thing that I'd like to throw into this because I've had it recently. I've never drunk it before. Now I'm, you know, I used to be a wine judge very early on in my life, and 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 I drank every show I made in the Galloping Gourmet, um, and and I do not, I I never was addicted to alcohol. It was something I was addicted to chocolate. Now that was a problem, but but mm-hmm. alcohol, no. But I do know that there's about 17 million households in the United States where one glass of something alcoholic can be devastating. Right. And so so I just went looking for something that I could drink and give to other people who would normally drink wine. That wouldn't be that. So I, I, I've invented one thing myself called a J9, which is tonic water and bitters and lime and, and mint. But that's, that's another issue. This is Martinelli's, and I'm not paid to say this. You know that. Um, um, <laughs> I'm not paid to say anything anymore. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it's such a relief. It, it really is. Um, Martinelli does, <clears throat> and they've got like, stacks of bottles always in the stores at this time right. of year. <laughs> the apple pomegranate 
one. And now, have you ever tasted that? Yes, it's marvelous. A- a- apple. I and have not. I've just had, you know, well, their apple juice I use in competition half for years, and then their sparkling yeah. apple, but never pomegranate. I'm going to have to look for that. Yeah. Look, please. Uh, it, it is amazing. <laughs> I, I, uh, when, when, uh, our daughter Mercedes was little, um, that was her, uh, not the apple pomegranate. They, they have a grape also, and she liked grape. And that yeah. was her champagne flute when she was little was the Martinelli's okay. grape okay. like that. And so, yeah. uh, very, very good stuff. And uh, like you say, for people who don't drink or maybe, shouldn't anymore uh that's a great substitute uh martinelli's is it is yeah yeah it is and it's pretty inexpensive usually around christmas time you can get them two for five or two for six uh, yes exactly and you compare that to a bottle of wine even indifferent wine and it's it, it it's it's a good buy I think. yeah it, it it's a very very good buy and um Highly recommended here by all the folks at Barbecue Nation. We are going to take another break. <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to come back with Graham and Leanne and me, and we're going to wrap up this show. But Graham will be around for after hours, as promised. And so uh, we hope you all have a, a wonderful Christmas and uh, a great New Year's. But uh, yes. we're not done yet. Yeah. So we'll be right back. everybody it's jt and this is a special version of barbecue nation it is brought to you in part by painted hills natural beef beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends that's painted hills natural beef welcome back to barbecue nation uh i'm jeff tracy if you want to know what jt stands for not uh just time and uh, we're with leanne whippen hall of fame and graham care uh the galloping gourmet and um not to get off the christmas theme graham but do you miss the production schedule of your shows yes wonderfully (laughs) i'm sorry 195 shows a year with 20 hours of my time involved in each one of them that doesn't leave that much time no. for anything else. No. Um, and for all you people listening that said they wanted their own TV show, listen to what Graham is telling you there. That's a yeah. lot of time. You know, I heard an interesting story the other day. We'll continue on that for just a moment. Um, there's a lady I know, and uh, I know Leanne knows who she is, too. And they said, oh, she's got a new television show coming out. But on a yet to be determined network. And so uh, uh, having been in that business for a while now, I thought, well, that's a little unusual. So what they've done is uh, they've, they've created a show, somebody, a production company or whoever got with her created a show. And now they're pitching the show to uh, networks and what have you. That's a, that's a little different than, um, what I was used to and what I think, cause you had Trina and she kind of managed all that for you. Didn't she? Trina was the producer in terms of being able to um, get me to behave myself or not behave myself, which was the, and um, 
Um, that was her primary. Producers normally are the people who get the money together and make the deals. Right. Um, that was not that was not what she did. Um, she she said to me, "You are um, the most unutterably boring man in the entire world, and you really need to do something." So I was very miffed about that. That that was in the very early days of New Zealand, about 1960. And um, and I said, "If you're so damn clever, why don't you produce a show?" Then. And she said, all right, I will. And she'd never produced anything in her life. Went down to Broadcasting House in New Zealand, told them that they were ruining me and that I had a sense of humor and should be given a, an opportunity to use it. And they said, OK, Mrs. Keir, then well done, you produce the show, you know. And, and uh, so she, she did behind the scenes. And it wasn't until the Galloping Gourmet series, uh, when she'd been behind the scenes for about three years, um, that that she, she actually was in charge and made sure that everybody knew it. And she ruled the roost. It was amazing what that woman did. And she, she would, she would um, rate me after every show from an A-plus to a C. And if it was a C, we had to do the show again. We did. We never did a show again. But um, but I used to long to get an A plus from that woman. Um, it was it was <laughs> especially at the weekend, and that that was that was helpful. <laughs> yeah, we did a thousand eight hundred programs with her, trying the best she could to stop me being boring. Yeah. Wow. Uh, That's- as many times as we've talked and stuff, Graham, I have never found you boring. Never. Uh, <laughs> well, no. she wouldn't allow it, and she's dead now. And she would. There would be some thunderclap, and I, I, I get fried <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> right. So we've got a few minutes left here. <clears throat> Normally, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me. Um, Leanne has. <clears throat> Cut that out, David. Um, mm-hmm. Leanne has a marvelous picture of a, a pecan pie that she makes, but it's Christmas, so ah. she brought the tree in and because I've got mm-hmm. a tree and all that. Okay. What is your favorite dessert for Christmas? Um, we've discussed this before. It's um, mincemeat made by Cross and Blackwell. You know, they always have jars of mincemeat around about this time of year. It's in the dried fruit section usually, and that's a ba- a blind baked um, pie crust. Um, the whole base smothered in 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 the um, mincemeat, and then I make a good French custard, but an, an, a good a good a good ordinary custard that you like, and make it stiff, and that's poured all over. Now it's a custard on top of mincemeat and then on top of the mincemeat halves of strawberries not the best at this time of year for flavor point of view but mm-hmm. they're still available and and then some ground black black pepper over the top of the strawberries which always should be on strawberries because it makes strawberries taste much more vital yeah, hmm. yeah. that's a, a thick slice of that and man that's good that's it's good food yeah Leanne, what's your favorite Christmas dessert? I would be my grandmother's own design pie. And, and it is, you know, a pie crust. And I have to make it like she did with lard. And then 
it's not a traditional custard, but it is a custard base, but it has sour cream and egg yolks. And then on top of that, after you bake it for a while till it gets slightly puffy, then you sprinkle semi-sweet chocolate chips over the top and you put it back uh -huh. in the oven for a little bit. And then you make a beautiful wow. meringue on top. And so that's her own oh. pie. So that's our family pie. And <laughs> I have never seen a recipe like it ever, but I remember having it when I was little and we have it every year since then. So that's my favorite dessert. Lovely. Well, Lovely. There you go. There you go. Well, I'm, I'm a, <clears throat> I'm a bit of a traditionalist <laughs> as far as uh, I, I love pecan pie. Um, mm -hmm. That is my favorite pie. And so my daughter, who's turned into quite an accomplished baker, will make a Yule log. She does it beautifully and it tastes great. Or we have some tiramisu or something like that. But there's always a pecan pie lurking somewhere mm -hmm. in the house, hidden just for me. And uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's, and I make my own whipped cream. I don't do anything out of a can or a tub. I mm -hmm. Oh, no, I should think so. Yes, no, no I, I, I would never, I would never see you do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> got it. I do use it in a, I do have to use a Cool Whip product when I make this, uh, we call it yum yum salad, which is uh, a green yep. jello and some cabbage and some mayonnaise and some Cool Whip and some sliced or shaved almonds and that it's a beautiful salad and everybody loves it like that. I, I do break down and use it for that. But I as, as far as the pies and stuff go, you got to have homemade whipped cream. We are out of time, um, but Graham will stick around for after hours. My friend, congratulations on everything you got coming up. And uh, we wish you sincerely a very happy and joyful Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yes. And New Year's. And, and New Year's like that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, Thank we you. will be we will be back next week with another show before Christmas. And uh, we thank Graham for being with us today. And of course, we thank Leanne as always. And uh, from us here at the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios, we hope you have a tremendous and wonderful holiday. Take care, everybody. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.